Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stauffer, Brendan Escott with you. It's 134 in Edmonton, and this is Oilers. Now, Bob Stauffer with the Oilers in uh, Minnesota tomorrow, or tonight, the Oilers in the Wild tomorrow, the Oilers and the Preds. The Preds are in St. Louis tonight as well. Well, as promised, every Monday at 135, we take a trip down to the farm, and right now we are going to go to our Oilers Now headliner for Wilhock Beef Jerky. It's the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhock, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. And we are pleased to be joined on the line by Edmonton Oilers assistant GM, Keith Gretzky. Keith, how you doing? Good, Bob. How are you? Good. Uh, tough stretch for your club. 2-10 and ten over the course of the last 12 games. Of course, there's been uh, several call-ups uh, with uh, players from your team. Uh, James Hamlin, Brad Malone still up with the Edmonton Oilers. Tyler Benson just going back down this weekend. Uh, Yanmark and Costin up right now. And dare I say, you might not be getting those guys back even when Edmonton gets healthy. Um, are, are you missing some offensive juice up front? I know you got a split this weekend. Uh, maybe give me your thoughts, sort of a state of the union of where your team's at right now, Keith. Yeah, I think so. When you when you lose your captain and you know and handling, you know those are your two top centermen, and you're playing against teams that have have that. It's you're asking kids to come in and do the to do the job, and it's it's very hard. But it's, the good news is they get an opportunity to show what they can do, and uh, you know I think the last couple of weeks we've uh, especially the last ten to twelve days I thought we played very good. Um, you know, our specialty teams hasn't been great, and and that's what probably has hindered us the most, and it's timely mistakes. And, and I met with the team this morning to explain that, that, you know, the effort is there, and that's the one thing you want is, is a good effort, but it was the the timing of details is, is which, you know, young players and older players, you, you can't afford that. And, all of a sudden, it's uh, like last night. We we're we we're winning one nothing after the first period, but the details is that we had you know two power plays that we could have put the game away in the first 12 minutes, and and that's what's hurting us. And and you know we're we can't afford those mistakes. And and like I told them, like this is our team. I don't see anybody coming down right away because of the injuries up top. And it is hard. It's it's you know we played against uh, Seattle first team Saturday night. And, Boy, they had a they have a you know three three lines that you know are all call up guys that played very well. But I give credit to our team; they paddled, they didn't give up, and scored 
you know, late in the game, and, you know, Carter Savoy was on the power play, his bread and butter scored to tie the game up. So that's what we asked to, you know, have happen for the young guys to show some good signs, and I think they are. It's frustrating, you know, to lose, but at the end of the day, um, you know, we're giving them a chance to play, and, and uh, they're growing as players. Well, you know, I have a lot of belief just, just on the special teams. And full disclosure, Bakersfield's currently 30th in the league on uh, the power play. But I'm going to shed, uh, I, don't, I don't even know if you're aware of this, Keith. You know, I have a lot of belief in Chris Knobloch's abilities. Uh, two years ago, Hartford, in his first year at the Rangers organization, had the best power play in the American Hockey League during the 2021, that shortened year. Last year, they dropped to 20th, and right now they're, they're dead last in the power play. Now, Chris Knobloch's power plays in Erie, and some people say, well, he had Connor McDavid. He did for two years, but the two years after he had Connor, they were still over 30%. So I wonder how much of it, when it comes to power play at the AHL, how much of it is personnel? I mean, the, the, organiza- the, the organization doesn't, re- I think it's fair to say, you don't have a true power play quarterback at the HL level right now. Is that fair? No, like we, we've had Caldis, who's on an American League deal, and, and Broberg. They've all been, you know, either hurt or up with the big team, and it's tough. It's, it's very tough. But again, it comes back to it gives other players a chance. And but you do need you do need the the quarterback. You do need the experienced players to help your hockey club. Or all of a sudden, you know, you're you're going to be like us, where you're struggling and you're playing well enough to to lose. And you know, losing isn't acceptable. But the thing is, is the work ethic and the opportunities got to be there. And I I I do say I'm happy that the the kids have have you know taken off. They're going to have good days and bad days. That's that's pro hockey. That's learning to be a pro. And you know, right now, right now, um, we're in a situation that anything it's timing, and all of a sudden we're we're behind the eight ball, and and because of you know a mistake or a young mistake, and and you know it's it's hard to be you know. Uh, play in the CHL and everybody thinks it's easy because you played in college or you're a star in junior. Those, the, the sad part is, is that it's hard and our young kids are, are starting to figure that out that this is a man's game and, and you know, you got to be accountable for um, your mistakes and, and your work ethic and those type of things. But, you know, that's, that's why we're here and, and, Boy, we all want to win. Trust me, it's it's all of us. And but there comes a time when you know that the experienced players, you know, take over. And we're we're kind of lacking that. Getting Benson the other night, you know, he had three assists. But there's a there our skilled guy to help us, you know, over the hump. But you know what? The work ethic and the commitment is there, and that's you know the one good thing you want to see in players and in your team. You do have people that are watching the game. I mean, you know the passion for the Oilers in oil country. And you have mm-hmm. individuals that are watching every game Bakersfield plays. Now they're watching it off a computer and they're not in-house. And, and they don't always get asked the questions about who's in and who's out. Can you provide some clarity on Raphael Lavoie? Was he scratched for a game or was he dealing with an injury, tried to come back, and then ultimately has come out as a result because uh, he, he missed a couple more games this weekend? 
Yeah, he's he's going to be out. He hasn't even skated in the last ten days, so um, that's what you get for computer watching. And and you know we keep our injuries in house, and and he's he's he could be one to three weeks. We don't know. It's really day by day. I know he's again not skating today, and and uh, hopefully it uh, heals up pretty quick, and and he can get back on the ice. We miss a bigger body that can score, and you talk about offense and. And those type of things, that's what, as a team, we're lacking. And, and those type of guys are, are hard to fight. Okay, so just to clarify, what was his injury that kept him out uh, to start the season? It was his knee. It was his knee. And, but it's and does he have knee. another knee problem, or is it a different injury? No, it's a different injury. He, it's not a knee injury. So, hopefully, hopefully. Uh, you know, it heals up pretty quick here, and he didn't even come to San Jose. Um, he hasn't been on a, any of our trips, and it's not because he's a healthy scratch. It's it's the injury. Okay. You ha- but the team has healthy scratch. Like, no, Philp got healthy scratched. Uh, Tulio, I know, has been healthy for a game. Um, has, has Savoy been? I don't I'm I'm not sh- He's been playing. Carter's been playing. Like I said, he's he's. You know, it's the one good thing is I thought him and Borgo and even Tulio uh, have realized that you have to compete. You can't, uh, you know, we, we want him to play. We want him to be in the lineup. But you, you've got to be committed to, you know, play without the puck and, and, and taking hits and making plays and be strong along the boards. And that's learning to be a pro. And, and you know, I know how Edmonton is. And, and like you said, it's we want the players – you know, to be in Edmonton in the NHL yesterday. And it just takes time. And Ken's done a really good job of, of keeping our focus and our our commitments of the kids being in the minor leagues. And, you know, um, you look at Kesselring, for example, he's made huge steps. We've talked about him on the show before. And I think just because of DeHarnay and called this out, his game has flipped a little bit defensively because of we're, we're asking him to do so much uh, yeah. You know, he was going from 18 minutes now to 25 minutes, and it's it's hard on your body. And and you can see him when he's defending. It's it's not the same guy that was there, um, you know, two and a half weeks ago where he was, you know, making big strides. And it's that's part of the process. And it's good that that he's learning that you know I can play 25 minutes or I'm better at 18 minutes. Those type of things, and that's the good news. All right, uh, let's look at goal. Uh, you haven't had Pickard the last, I, I think, three weeks at least. How much longer is he out for? We're hoping he's, uh, <laughs> you know, you need you need a veteran goaltender. You know that. We saw, we saw you know, Stu come in and, and take the bull by the horns last year. And, you know, I, I thought uh, lately we've, we our goaltending has, has been just, it's been good. It hasn't been great. Um, but they're both getting a chance to play, and hopefully, hopefully, um, pick is back. And then we're hoping maybe for uh, the series against Colorado. But I, I think it's going to be after Christmas, personally. But I'm not a okay. doctor. Okay, so n- n- nonetheless, you're splitting right now between Rodriguez and Fanti. And on defense, yeah. uh, Slater Cuckoo is not with the organization right now in Bakersfield. Is that correct? Correct. Okay, and Caldas is not back. He's one of your American League. He, he got Caldas. You had Kielb, uh 
There's a couple of the guys. Uh, you also sent Peters down to the coast. Uh, Jason Demers must be, he, he's probably been a godsend for you right now, given sort of, you know, you ended up trading, getting Clem Costin in the, the trade uh, for Sam Rukoff, and then Cuckoo didn't end up reporting. So it, I, I would assume that Demers has been a guy that's been pretty uh, integral to, uh, uh, you know, helping at least give you some experience on the back end, Keith. Oh, big time. And I knew, you know, other than watching him on TV, of course, uh, J.D. I didn't really know much of, and he's been a godsend for us on and off the ice. He's been so good with the young kids, with Nima Lane and Castle Ring and Camp and Caldas, and, you know, just, you know, to calm the waters on the back end because it's 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 hard. And, you know, there's times I think he's like cast playing 25 minutes, and it, it kind of wears and tears on you. And, and, you know, he might make the odd mistake that he's, he usually doesn't make, um, but uh, he's been outstanding for us. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Uh, Borgo is leading the uh, forwards and goal scoring. He's got eight. Griffith is a you know good American League player, 22 points in 23 games. I think you'd said the last time you're on, you're hoping for a bit more out of him. Uh, how has McKeg performed? He, I see he's got a goal and six points in 23 games. He spent most of the last season in the NHL. Were you looking for a little bit more offense from him? Exactly, and and I, I think you know your body gets used to playing three four minutes, and we're asking them to play twenty minutes, and you know we we are hoping for more points, of course. But uh, the one thing I can say is that the details and and the work ethic has has not changed and has been really good, and that's a you know one thing that is a plus is is that he's he's come out and and he goes to work and 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 battles and competes and that's what we want and we, what we need to be honest all right so you're playing mckeg at center you don't have hamlin you don't have malone you have esposito at center who's on an ahl call-up and i think in the last few games have you not played uh, no philip at center how's he looked he, he's looked fine i think um you know his stats wise the last i believe we were going over it this morning because we keep track I think he's about 40% on the draws. Uh, the other night he was really good. Uh, the night before he wasn't so good. But, again, that was against a team that had veteran players. And, and it's hard. It's, it's, you know, it's learning to be down low and, you know, have your example, have you on the breakout when, you know, you're curling, have your stick on the ice. So when the D passes you the pockets, you're, it's on the tape instead of out to their D-men and, and back in our zone. Those are the little things that he's learning. And he's, I thought last game he, he played good. I thought he, he you know, took, uh, took a step forward. And, and 
He's a big man. I like to see him use a shot more. He's got a wicked shot. Um, I think he hit the post the other night. And, and it just just keep at it. And, and that's the one thing that Noah's got to got to learn. And we're, we're, it's hard because he one game he's on right wing. He's played left wing. He's playing center right now because we are shorthanded. And, you know, when you play guys out of position and they're not as comfortable, it's, you know, it's, it's different when you play, you know, against uh, college or junior or whatever. It's, these, are, these are men, and, and uh, it's hard. And, and we have high expectations, too. So you throw all that in, it's, it's tough on a kid. And, and that's what I said today. I said, listen, it's the details that really a little bit are hurting us and our specialty teams are, you know, we can put games away or save games by the power play and penalty kill, but it's, it's the little details that we need to be a lot better at, and that's with youth and with the experienced guys, that those are the, the areas that we have to improve on as a hockey club. Yeah, 30th in the league in the power play, 25th in the league in the PK. We're joined by Keith Kretzky, the assistant general manager of the Edmonton Oilers. And I'm being asked, can you follow up, Bob, uh, with a question on Keith and Xavier Borgo? Uh, so, Keith, are you are you happy with where he's tracking right now with the eight goals and 13 points in 23 games? I think he had five shots on goal last night, got stopped in a breakaway. But are you starting to see some, you know, th- this is a huge, I mean, the Oilers don't have another first-round draft choice currently down in Bakersfield. This guy's an important prospect in the organization very important and you know it's i always say it's baby steps because you know the first year is getting your your big toe wet and that at times i think at the beginning of the year he was with malone and Costin and they were unbelievable they were flying and and he was playing really good and you know then we lost both of them malone and Costin, to uh, edmonton and it's hard when you don't isolate a young kid and and a highly touted player and He's, he's kind of on his own compared to having those two player type of players. We don't have that. And, uh, you know, I thought for a little bit he struggled. Um, but I think the last four or five games is the best that I've seen him play since the players left. And I, I have to say last night he was outstanding. I, I walked away going, you know what, um, that's the game. He competed for pucks. I, I don't just look at goals. Everybody looks at goals and and read the stats and of course he needs to score he's that's his his you know life is to score goals but i, I look at the compete the, the the wall play and battling for pucks and, and using his speed at the right time i have to say that the last couple of games especially he's he's taken a huge step a huge step and that's what we need and and hopefully continue that during uh, the next four games before christmas all right, Keith, hey, thanks for taking time to join us. You have a wonderful day, and we'll touch base down the road. You too, Bob. Have a good one in Mini. Bye-bye. Yeah, you bet. That's Oilers assistant Jim Keith Gretzky. He's our Oilers now headliner for Wilhawk Beef Jerky. It's the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhawk, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. We'll tell you that Royal Pizza, proud to support 630 Jed Santa's Anonymous. Right now, at all Edmonton Royal Pizza locations, there are Santa's Anonymous boxes where you can can make donations. Plus, Royal Pizza currently has the Festive Special, where you can purchase a $50 gift card with a $10 bonus coupon. Royal Pizza still making it great. We will head off into... This day in Oilers history for New West Travel. Give the gift of travel. Join Oilers now in Vegas this January to see the Oilers play the Golden Knights. You can reach New West Travel at newwesttravel.com. Brennan Escott, what do you got? 
We're going back to 2002 when the Oilers traded Camrose product and first round pick in 1996. Josh Green to the New York Rangers for a conditional pick in the 2004 draft. Uh, he played in just four games with the Rangers before being waived. Now, Green is an assistant coach for the Bakersfield Condors as of this year, right, Bob? Yes, he's on a staff. Uh, Colin Chalk is the head coach, and uh, Keith McCambridge, who had been a head coach in the American Hockey League, uh, worked with Jack Michaels up in Alaska. Keith McCambridge is on that coaching staff, and so too is Josh Green. So lots of experience. Uh, Green had spent some, you know, years playing in both. Uh, he was in Oklahoma City for a while as well. He was in the minor pros for a number of years, including in the Manitoba Moose organization. All right, a reminder uh, tonight. From the XL Energy Show, we'll have the face-off show for you tonight at 4.30, a 6 p.m. Edmonton time puck drop. We will tell you tomorrow, joining us for Horse Racing Alberta, presenting live standard bread racing Fridays and Saturdays at Century Mile. Frank Saravalli from Daily Faceoff will be our guest. More information at thehorses.com. And we will have a uh, Nashville per- perspective, a full recap of the Oilers game against Minnesota as well. Up next, a global news weather traffic update with Angela Coquat. Uh, or, or sorry, a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by Angela Coquat from 2 to 3 today, and then the 6.30 Chad afternoons with guest host Ted Henley. I will rejoin you at 4.35 Edmonton time.